Good morning and welcome to the latest edition of the Estate Agents podcast. What a 24 hours it's been, Mr. Brown. How are you? I'm eating my breakfast, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I tried to push the live button uh, and get you mid-mouthful, but... Uh, very kind, it's a, very kind of you. There was a bit of a delay. Rely on your generosity. <laughs> How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Reassured following yesterday's news. Good, good. Do you think it will actually happen or do you think they'll move the goalpost again? Um, I think the goalposts are always being moved, but as it stands at the moment, we are open for business and able to work, which is, is the main thing, isn't it? There you go. David Mintz will come on. You can send him the link. He always likes yeah. to chat. And we can talk yeah. about um, Gazelle because it was interesting what Sean sent over last night. We can talk about that with David. Okay, let me uh, ping the mints a link. So we can all relax now. Hey, is that right? Well, I wouldn't say relax. It's, you know, there's still obstacles to be overcome. Um, we've still got to know how logistically um, mortgage companies will move monies um solicitors what provisions they've got in place hopefully our audience have been um having that chat already with their local conveyances um but who knows yeah there's still a lot to unfold but it's you know i think we were fearing the worst we were fearing a total lockdown and um Good morning tim it's 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 not a total lockdown it's a lockdown but it's not a lockdown uh, don't confuse it anymore so let, let's just go back to March when we everybody went into lockdown. Okay, so six months ago. So hopefully loads of agents have um, are better prepared now. They know um, they know what they went through. Um, I think it's very, very different. You're right, because agents now have got these constipated pipelines, which are absolutely massive. So what can you do now? to make sure that you get your pipeline over over to exchange so me i would be putting messages out actually to um retired conveyancers or solicitors to see if they want to outsource and earn some um earn some income um and get every single one of my transactions sale ready that's one thing i'll be doing now what would you be doing andy yeah, for me, I think there's a massive lesson learned in, in all of lockdown. So for all of our new clients that we onboard um, with with our new venture, we are instructing solicitors immediately getting the property information form, the fixtures and fittings form um, and everything completed um, and some kind of financial commitment up front. Um, I think that's absolutely essential now. In terms of getting them over the line, you know, you're you're quite limited in in what you can do um once the the, the deal is already agreed i think for, for me it's all about setting the deal up correctly in the first place um and i think it's 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 all about um i suppose signposting the journey and being helpful i think we you know going above and beyond i think it's absolutely essential that 
you know, for example, first time buyers who here sends um, an information sheet or an infographic or, you know, an explanation of the journey to first time buyers. I mean, let's face it, we probably, you know, a lot of agents take it for granted. Hold on one second. Jim says there's no sound. So can you just give us a thumbs up if you can hear us or, or a thumbs down if you can't? No sound. Okay, let us know. Okay, thanks, Sean. Sean can hear us. We'll see you on here in the next five minutes, Sean. David Mintz, get out your pyjamas. We'll see you on here in a minute. Um, be interesting to have this discussion, Sean, um, about reservation fees. Yeah, Thank come on, Sean. Morning, Sharon. Morning, Sean Dave. and Mintz. Very much kind of um, Sean, Sean and Mintz. Morning, Mr. Giller. Um, let's talk about Mr. Giller. Apart from him being a lovely human being, he um, got me to watch a film called Marvelous about the Neil Baldwin story. Um, thanks, Jim. Um, thanks, Sarah. Um, can you just put morning winners? Morning, Nelly. Who's watched Marvelous? Um, because there's a great point to this story. And Neil, thanks very much for sharing it. You've uh, you, you shared it a few times, um, and obviously I didn't pick it up. But just put in the comments if you um, if you watch Marvelous, um, and then we can talk about that as well, because there's a huge lesson in there, um, which is well worth sharing today. Um, so come on, David Mintz and Sean Adams, you've both had the link. Come on. Michelle Morning from the fuel station. Good morning, Michelle, on the M55. We understand heading southeast, northwest, don't know, this morning. Um, but Sean Adams and David Mintz had a heated discussion, didn't they, yesterday about um, a supplier, um, Gazelle, and um, whether the £300, £600 fee that's paid by purchasers or vendors, uh, purchasers, isn't it, um, is enough to deter people from coming out. So come on, put them up, Lions and Watkins style, and come on the EA podcast and fight it out, guys. Sean's hiding, I think. <laughs> so uh, be watching it now. So it's thanks, Jim. Um, if you don't ask, exactly. I mean, we'll leave it there. It's all about asking. So I think I've shared with you, I've been listening to the Aladdin Factor um jim canfield exceptional book morning ashley how's birmingham today um and it's again it's very similar if you don't ask you don't get and it's just amazing what this neil baldwin managed to achieve um in his life in fact it was absolutely incredible fantastic film and thank you nelly you made me cry cheers it's what i needed on a friday watching that so thank you so I just, let's just come back to that reservation because um, at Green and Company, we had something called a Goodwill Charter, which was an anti-gazumping tool where we asked both parties to put down a bond of a thousand pounds. And if a vendor pulled out, um, so they say somebody came along and offered more money, that one thousand pound will go to the buyer. And if a buyer pulled out, um, as long as it wasn't bad survey, search or legal title, then the money will go to the vendor. Um, we found nine out of 10 sales would go through rather than six out of 10 sales would go through because there was some form of commitment. 
Um, okay, so that's a really interesting concept because let's let's talk London money. Um, I've had the privilege of um, spending time in London. Here we go. The Mints has joined us. Turn your phone sideways, David, please. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Which way do you want me to turn this? Landscape. Right, one sec. Hey! hey! That's better. Okay, so we're just coming on to the point, David, that you made in the group. Um, uh, Sean Adams, I've asked Brian Mansell to join. He's the expert. We've had Brian on before. Thanks, Sean. Thought you could fight your own battles, but now you're putting other people up to do it for you. Get on camera, you <laughs> whip. Um, no, seriously. Okay, so we had this discussion. I've had the privilege of being in London for the last six weeks. Um, I've been uh, seeing the eye-watering house of prices in London and fees compared to um, rural Norfolk. Does a £1,000 really prohibit somebody from pulling out of a deal or or acting immorally david i think we were talking about 600 pounds what's your view i love the the concept of some sort of um an agreement that binds people in at an early stage but the issue is is the financial penalty going to be enough to put them off from pulling out for reasons that are are not fundamental so um, the way that that product that I think Sean was talking about was Gazeel, if I'm not mistaken, both parties pay something like 300 quid each um, and it effectively buys them an insurance policy that pays out the other, well, the other party, uh, the party that pulls out of the transaction, um, they they walk away with nothing and the other side get a, a an award of two thousand pounds so to me 300 quid's not enough to stop anybody from pulling out okay and so i read that slightly differently i thought sean was saying it was the buyer that paid the 300 pounds for each party so you've kind of i suppose have you got the buyer's commitment but six, 600 quid you're, you're making an investment well, normally, i think I think the way that they the, the way that they like to work it on an equitable basis is that both buyer and seller pay the same amount into the agreement. But even right. let's just imagine it's six hundred quid. Six hundred quid, although it's a lot of money to most families, it's not a life changing amount of money that would would pre prevent you from, you know, pulling out of a transaction. Do you know for somebody who says that he's committed and can't come on the show, he's making a lot of comments. Isn't he? Come on, Sean Adams, answer your bloody phone and get on the EA podcast. He's been begging to come on and be a guest of the show for weeks and weeks and weeks. We give him the opportunity to go head to head with Mints and he's cowering away in the corner. Sean, I thought you were a, a sturdier, more stoic man than you that. Know why? You know why that is? This show has become second fiddle to another show and that's lunchtime <laughs> morning. Everybody hey. wants to be on that one. Do you know... <laughs> He's the new podcast king. I was on there giving five-star ratings yesterday. So actually, for anybody that is uh, watching uh, either live or on playback, um, Stephen has now released his lunchtime learnings. Search lunchtime learnings um, on iTunes, Spotify, and the likes. And uh, all of the great content that Stephen's been creating with his special guests that have been giving up their time as well for free um, to help the industry during this 
really difficult year uh, and now available on iTunes. So uh, not right now because uh, we hope we've got your attention. But um, after this, head over to iTunes and give the guy a five star rating because he's a five star bloke. It's very kind of you. Thank you. David David's doing it now, which is great. Um, <laughs> oh, he's just he's just frozen in time. Um, so let's let's talk I, yesterday I, then, because that's the big I, news. That yeah, I want to come back and actually think. Solicitors wise, I mean, you made the point of a start start of a show. Um, solicitor wise, mortgage broker wise, search wise, you know, is that really going to be where the issues are and the sales are to get them through? Look, so the, the challenge is, and and it's like. You know, we try not to get too political on on uh, on this show, um, but the challenge is that the government are trying to keep the economy going. They're trying to keep um, they're trying to keep children educated. They're trying to keep some sense of normality in what's a very unnormal, you know, difficult year. Um, but it seems just that you know, sometimes it, I, I feel that estate agency seems to be the afterthought. You know, construction's open. Great. They get the notice. And then was it Tuesday night before Wednesday opening? We found out as an industry. Um, I, I just think the signals and the messaging is a little bit mixed. Um, and I, I just don't know that it's entirely thought through. You know, how many solicitors are going to be working from home again? How many will be going to the office? Are solicitors considered essential? Um yeah, banks and building societies, surveyors. How are you going to get a survey done on a property? Are they going to go back to desktop valuations again? Or is the economy in a fragile position where lenders will, will push back and resist and say, do you know what? I'm, I, you know, we're not certain um, uh, whether that should happen. So mm, what do we think? I don't know. Why don't you ask Simon Whale? He likes, he likes having a chat. Mint, <laughs> you've got the um, link. Get, get Whaley on. <clears throat> I've sent it to him, but apparently he's deboning a, a chicken or something at the moment. Um, I'm not sure that's appropriate daytime viewing for your uh, clientele. I think you're probably right. I think all of this is a bit of an afterthought. Let's not forget that regardless of what the sentiment is and the sentiment, the spin is going to be that this saves lives and this is all about keeping the economy going. But let's not forget that this is a, a massive government U-turn because they swore that they would not be doing this a few days ago and all of a sudden, here we are, we're doing it. And if you were to listen to the, the science behind it, this probably is something we should have prepared for a lot earlier. And I think we're only now just getting around to it. As regards your comments, whether or not this industry is a second, is sort of an afterthought, we're going to have to just accept that the relationship that we as an industry have with somebody like Robert Jenrick is far removed from the the relationship that house builders have with mm. with our housing minister. And I think it's worth a lot more money to him personally and to the party and to, you know, politics in general. Um, no mm. one's going to cry about estate agents. Let's let, let, let face it, for stamp duty, it's paying a little bit to keep the economy going. So for the government need people to move, very simply. Um, but look, we've been through this before. Um, the exceptional agents would do what they've been doing. 
the right way you know mask safety sanitizer the amount of people that they come in again it's going to be you know procedural people which it should be anyway who are coming along to view properties um rather than non-procedural it's gonna if people again what it's going to do is people going to realize that they don't want to be at home and they want to move again because they've got to go moving with their partners you know they don't have the outside access again um they don't have that home office so will more people move as a result of this will you end up getting a come you know um december um more more properties coming on so it's going to be a very different christmas this year rather than closing for 10 days our agents going to going to be working over christmas because it's going to be such high demand interesting let me ask you another question offices open with staff working behind locked doors or work from home if, if given the choice um might not be the popular choice but i would say having everybody working in an office even with doors locked is always going to be more productive than having everybody separate you cannot replace really? that environment of you know camaraderie being able to bounce ideas off each other um you do miss out on that when you you can do it. Everybody, all of us are set up to work, you know, separately and from wherever we are on the planet. But I think you only get the best out of your team when you've got everybody there. Whether you choose to do that in shifts so that you're kind of staggering it, you don't have as many people under one roof at any one time. Um, but, yeah, that would be my choice anyway. Well, Absolutely. I, I think the sensible thing is actually you've got to do it in shifts and rotors. Because if, you know, if one person in your team gets it, then you're stuffed. So, yeah. um, you know, so you've got you've got to be very, very sensible. So, you know, I would like to think people now are more prepared. People can work from home. Um, yes, there has to be an element of trust um, to do that. Um, but I think you've got to be very um, conscious that the virus isn't going away. Um, there may be somebody close to you that gets it. If they get it in your office and every single person's there, then, you know, you're not going to be able to work. So why not do it in, in rotors or at least keep somebody there? So you've mentioned about the surveyors, you know, what about the lettings in, in, in um, profession? There's going to be inventory is going to be do being done, um, tenants moving in or residents moving in um, as well. Um, so all these things have to be done. Here you go. So um, Jim's sending all the information. Thank you. Jim, do you know, I think I think you should put your hand in your pocket, Stephen, and get him a whiskey or something. Um, he could be our researcher. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you're free to move home. However, you may find the process of searching for and moving into a new home is different as property agents, conveyances and other professionals have modified how they work to reduce the risk from COVID-19. We are prepared absolutely and Steve, I have uh, to say, there's an awful lot of conveyances that are that they've all been working from home they've got reduced teams because they let a lot of staff go they are absolutely overwhelmed by volume and i think this this whole working from home thing for them isn't isn't working as much as it, it, it would have done if they were in the office and my worry is that heading up to christmas this is the perfect combination um, you know, you, you can blame it on COVID, which is, you know, clearly going to curtail normal activities. 
and you've also got the the normal sort of Christmas slowdown where you know solicitors have a much shorter December than the rest of us, don't they? Yeah. Hey, here he is. Look at that good looking man, eh? Now, as he as he just got up, just got in, just, uh, just got out, I think. Killed one off. Uh, yeah. Morning, gents. What a wonderful day. Anything happened? <laughs> no, nothing. Liverpool, Liverpool won the game. Salah fell over, apparently. Apart from that, everything's good. No, don't don't let bitterness overtake you, Stephen. That, that's 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 not that's not you, is it? Really? I'm not bitter. I'm better. I've got, got no problem with Salah falling over. It's Graham Tunis, and he's one of your own. Yeah, well, we learnt it from Klinsman. So, yet again, another foreigner, in, another foreigner infecting the uh, the country. You see what I did there? See what I did there? Very good. Donald Trump now on the show. I've got my, I've got my lockdown kit, though, ready. Here we are, all ready to be, <laughs> all ready to be linked up. That's Amaretto in there, Gin in there. Uh, yeah, so uh, ooh, back where we are, aren't we? Uh, you have to get Luke Sinclair's just come on. You have to get rid of Simon. We don't have a necessary insurance to cover for Simon Wales. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true enough. <laughs> no, Mr. Whale, mm. spread your pearls of wisdom. We are, are we back? Is it a lockdown? It's a lockdown, but it's not a lockdown. It's a well, last time I heard spread your pearls of wisdom, it ended very differently, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Simon, can I ask you a question? Yeah, well, other than the one he just did, yeah. No, 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 better question. What he just did? Did you watch Andy Overman's Halloween video? I've, ne I've never. I think that, I, that, to be honest, that's taken me into lockdown. My mental state <laughs> hasn't recovered from it. There's it was. It was truly haunting, wasn't it? Uh, if I need to send the kids to sleep, I'll just play that now. <laughs> No one's ever going to sleep if they watch it. I'll tell you who did a very good Halloween video. Ian Macbeth at Advocado Property. I don't know if you've seen that one. So that was it. His stuff's great, though, isn't it? Yeah, that was absolutely exceptional. Really, really good. Very, very scary. Uh, our friend, I loved our friend Jerry's uh, his Halloween tale. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, for his members, if you've seen that, that was absolutely exceptional. Just another reason you should speak to Mr. Content Man himself. Uh, yeah, but, well, look, I mean, it's totally, uh, totally expected, isn't it, that this was going to be the case when you have uh, a government. And I, I don't just mean our government, by the way, but a lot of governments, obviously, who have the, the, the big downer of being democracies, you can't just do. You can't just go for the complete lockdown that obviously the likes of the Chinese do. And when you're trying to please all parties, and this is where you do blame our obviously government, uh, Boris just has to try and please everybody. So he's bounced from pillar to post. He's bounced from you know on the one hand a quite reasonable uh, assertion that you want to keep the lights on, keep the economy going. So he he veers off to that direction. But then the minute, of course, as inevitably happens, science gets in the way and the virus comes back, he swerves back the other way and we end up with this, we end up with where we are, aren't we? And um, I, I don't think, look, there's loads of things you can obviously throw at them. I mean, genuinely, the lack of PPE, uh, the mixed messages, Cummings, all of that, the biggest one, the absolute a horrific failure of track and trace is genuinely people need to be sacked. And in a normal world, they would be. 
Um, to see the likes of just on that subject, by the way, uh, one thing I don't understand is Boots have managed to come out with this test now, haven't they? Albeit very expensive at 120 pounds with half an hour. Minutes, yeah. and, and they're talking about that they've spunked or will be spunking 10 billion pounds. Why not just nationalize Boots? I mean, right? <laughs> you know, you've got a share in there in a big. I know it's part of a bigger business now, but surely these are the equivalent of war times, and you need quite big and bold situations. So, um, I, I, honestly, stuff like that just just blows my mind on everything. But yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be all depressing again and and everything. It, 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 again, him him having to, he didn't have to say it. Him saying things will be uh, following his mate Trump, uh, things will be back to normal by Christmas. How is that going to look now? Mm. It's insanity. Yeah. It's insanity. So, so I think realities, bringing it back, mm -hmm. if you're agents, what would mm -hmm. you be doing now? Well, I think the, the big thing is, yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I think the one thing is, look, nobody could have had a go at any agents, could they, the first time round and saying, you know, oh, well, we didn't have remote streaming or these, you know, whatever tools it would help you in lockdown. Um, I, I think you've got to be a bit harsher with yourself if you've been caught out this time because the clues have have been there. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm already seeing traffic on the site now, looking, obviously, people looking at all, the, all of these tools that can help them during lockdown. But really, guys, it's, you know, not to, not to hammer it home. It's like, you know, when does anyone actually have a rainy day fund? Um, this should have been predicted. Um, and again, it comes back to what can you can what can you control as agents? Yeah. You know, and I think Sharon said Sharon said it quite nicely. I can't remember where it is, somewhere up here about being back, going back to being part of a community, being nice. You know, going and being helpful, adding as much value. They go. We need to get to raise, raise profiles and and be helpful to our community. You know, I oh, think the difference now. Willing to be nice, do we? Yeah, I know that's terrible. But actually, for me now, and again, it comes back to the solicitors and everybody being there. Is oh. you know, you've got agents have got these record pipelines that are all constipated. You know, now's an opportunity. To be doing that now's an opportunity to speaking to everybody in your customer base because there are going to be people that can't go out i know we're that people aren't well they said they're not meant to be shielding but um but shielding in a different way you know go out help offer to go and get the um you know prescriptions shopping whatever they need as well um so there's plenty of stuff you can control what michelle's um. what michelle's doing one sec mr mintz and also you know michelle's um she's been doing since lockdown or and coming out of it 90 percent of her appraisal have been virtual um so she hasn't been going um and doing physical appraisals and her conversion rate's gone up um as a result of it. so again yeah. back to zoom back to both decision makers there um you know do the things that you can control pick up this pick up your phone and speak to people have these conversations is that pink? Yes. Oh, it's got a new time in the world is going to come on. The other thing that's very frustrating is seeing pictures of Tom McGee and all these people and Zoe <laughs> getting all this stuff and not being sent to us. I mean, it's just no, ridiculous. You only need to ask, my friends. Don't we worry. Just are, we just Wayley, my kids need their winter house. So just, there's 3,000 people watching this morning and they've all said, please, 
That's absolutely fine. You just go go to that little box, sign away any of your data protection, and the merch is on its way. <laughs> Genuinely, if any agents need another tip on what they can be doing in the run-up to Christmas, and let's face it, if if there is a slowdown as a result of what's going on, um, now is the perfect time, because you did have a first opportunity to do this, but now's, now is the time to get in touch with the lovely people at Kerfuffle, I'm not being paid to say this, um, to, to do your agent MOT. They will literally sit with you and go through every single one of your suppliers and you can assess which ones you you should be using, which ones you shouldn't. Maybe there's some cost savings to be made and perhaps you need the perfect toolkit for um, to make your business equipped for any environment, whether you're in lockdown or not. These guys can hook you up. So Simon, I came across across something from a supplier this week. Um, So I've used Niche for my first property um, on the market. Um, Floor plan, EPC, professional photography, and the 3D Matterport tour. And they've launched something called GoToView. Okay. GoToView. GoToView is where I can send an email invitation out to clients up to eight parties in um, a single sitting. um, And I walk them through the Matterport tour, answering questions along the way, um, which I thought was really good. And I think obviously now coming into this lockdown and we're now separating the wheat from the chaff, we're going to be using it even more. So that's something that I would recommend you go and have a look at. It's nichecom.co. Is it nichecom.co.uk? But they've got, I think so that's going to create some competition as well. If there are eight people on there seeing, there's seven other people on there looking at this property. Maybe I, we should go ahead. Maybe we should. So you, you can do it one of two ways, Stephen. You can do it exclusively with up to eight members of the same party. Um, I'm not quite sure how it works, Simon, with data protection, just trying to get serious a little bit, having eight competing parties on the same viewing i don't know but for me i did my first viewing yesterday and got really really good feedback from it okay yeah i mean so you you, you were talking there about keeping essentially in the same kind of sales bubble weren't you that that's what the way that, that niche are proposing it whereas some of those wider streaming things are literally for digital uh open houses and everything else aren't they they get around yeah. that you know the terms of business by the way allows you on the on the data side of things that's absolutely fine for it well i'm a big fan of it and i think you see people like nickel and co who have uh, embraced it you know within weeks of us hitting the first lockdown saw the advantage of of, of these tools went went at it and and, and it's, it's now you know part of their normal business so they won't hit a bump in this process and and because their audience is, is now attuned to what they're like yeah, I think they're going to, you know, continue to seize market share. So I think things like that, innovation like that, we'll see yet again. Um, one thing I've been quite proud of suppliers is that they, first of all, first time round, uh, barring a few notable exceptions, suppliers were actually brilliantly proactive in terms of going back to agents, uh, a lot of them anyway, and, and being quite reasonable with costs or debts or things like that. You know, a lot of them, uh, a lot of people spoke about we're in this together. And I think largely on the whole, the supplier community um, did, did practice that. The other thing was, though, I think it became really innovative. Obviously, what I can't remember what the um, what the full the full quote is, isn't it? But it's about what's it? Necessity is the mother of invention. 
Um, and and so you do see huge jumps forwards uh, in terms of technology and innovation at times like this. Now, hopefully, this one will be a bit too short. Um, and let's face it, it's just gonna it's just gonna really probably just accelerate what is normally a quiet piss. Christmas period anyway, really. I don't think... That's the important thing, isn't it? That we don't read too much into a slowdown if it comes? No, look, I, yeah. again, it comes back, what can we control? You know, yeah. we can control many things. So we can't control, you know, what Boris' decisions is. But, you know, Neil said, come on, one tip that will get you will get you through this. It's just doing It's just doing what you were doing before. I mean, Sharon... Just one, one word for you, Neil, communication. I think that the danger for estate agents... At a time like this, um, and and we noticed it. I certainly noticed it um, in in my area when I was furloughed. Just agents going completely dead silent. Um, normally, quite good agents, market leading agents in the area that probably furloughed the wrong staff and um, didn't have the right attitude um, at the time, possibly. Um, but they just went completely deathly silent. Um, I, I I just think that's you know crazy. So for me, it's communicate, and I don't think you can over communicate. In a market like this, there are going to be people that are sensitive. I mean, it is essentially a lockdown, isn't it? Is it you, you, you can't meet more than one person from another household outside and you can't meet anybody in, indoors? So, um, I've got that correct. Have I? So you can go on a run with somebody outside, can't you? Depends what you define as run, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, you can walk. You can no, do um, pigeon no, steps with somebody. It's no, 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 not of your household. You're okay there. Pigeon steps are fine, Simon. <laughs> um, I, I disagree a little bit, Stephen. You can control the controllables. You can't control anything about Boris. Uh, you can remember this quite <laughs> this period for, in three years' time when the election comes around again. And and, and, I, and I do trust anybody who's watching here. Uh, you you said it wasn't political. It's always political for me because that's how things happen. Um, but it was interesting, don't you think, when everyone having a little bit of a pop at Andy Burnham and, and the moaning Northerners. Oh, get on with your sixty percent. Uh, you know whatever it is. Uh, be happy with your sixty percent. It goes national again, and they found that extra those extra percents, haven't they? That that, that extra thirteen percent. Yeah. Mm. It's, wow. Wow. It's the, 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 look. The money trees have grown again. They've sprouted. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the clearest indication that we were heading for a full lockdown. I think the key to survival for the next 12 months is cash flow management. There'll be agents going bankrupt with their biggest ever pipelines. <clears throat> yeah, did yeah, I hear people? Can I just suggest as well, I, I know people are talking about Gazeel, which I think is a great shout. Uh, I'd urge everybody to have a look at Mio. Mio's free up until the end of the year anyway. This is from the, you know, the people who do searches, the TM side. They're helping to turn around pipelines quicker. They're cutting down the um, the, the sales time there. And as I said, it is free till the end of the year. So so they've just started to get integrations with the CRM. So there's no rekeying of, or at least they're taking property feeds. So you don't need to rekey all your properties in there. For me, that would be a nice, well, not cheap, is it? A nice, nice quick one. Give it a go and decide whether that's the product for you to take you into 21. Okay. Thank you. And um, not that we're being paid. I've been very impressed with Akaboom. Um, and I like their Akaboom, yeah. Akaboom in the pocket. So that's yeah. a, a, an absolutely fantastic I, I mean, You've been using Akaboom for, for a while, haven't you? Um, I did in a previous life, um, and um, I've just signed up again with uh, with the new business. I, I, I love Akaboom. Again, I think it's only as good as the agents that, that, that use it and how they, you know, how they utilise it. I think 
you know, some agents will just spend, spend, spend thinking tech is the answer to, you know, it's the solution to all of their problems. And then some some will really embrace it and, and, and use it in an interesting way. So I, I think for me, I love doing the personal video communications on Akaboom. Yeah. I just think it adds that really personal touch. Um, and like Sprift, really, when, when somebody opens the report, you get the, you know, you get the auto email to say that they're reading it. And I, I, I just think for me, um, there are certain bits of tech that I wouldn't be without at the moment. Yes. I love Spectre. Um, I love Akaboom. Uh, Sprift is great. Um, and I think that they're, they're all about communicating uh, Dataloft. We've actually just signed up to Dataloft. Um, and it's all about communicating for me that we are the authority in our area, because whilst I'm a well-known face, it's a brand new business and it's a brand new yeah. brand. So for me, linking my face and the brand into being that authoritative figure again and giving helpful um information i think that that's absolutely critical to to the start of the business so that yeah certainly for me there are four that i wouldn't be without at the moment and did of course property did you see uh, did you see um the specter data loft type the other day that's particularly that's really really innovative so you're going to be able to see the data loft inform product now within specter itself i think that's just lovely yeah. when you see two well-known products get together and um, I, I remember andy actually they put that video you should claim some copyright there because the, they uh akaboom put that video feature into it because you were obviously very keen to get that in there one thing i'd ask you andy have you started using the the actual mobile app part of it yet no, so we're at the stage now where we're just having the screens all designed and set up um, to use. So I've not, uh, but, but I've heard that uh, Akaboom in the pocket oh, will absolutely it, blow you away. It is an absolute game changer. You know, when some suppliers, and I'll, I'll just say uh, in my previous life at a certain unnamed CRM uh, thing, you know, they throw out mobile, people throw out this mobile capable, and what they really mean it doing is, yeah, you can access it on the web anywhere, but really you're just scrunching down on a mobile device, aren't you? You're just scrunching down the size of almost like a desktop to make it impossible. Well, Akaboom have delivered on what I really believe mobile is about, is delivering an experience for the form factor tool, whatever else there. So when you get those wonderful little Akaboom, somebody has viewed your presentation there, you swipe right and it dials out, if you've got the phone number there, direct from your phone, instantaneously back to that person there. It, that, no you know, way. Immediacy is just, you know, so they always talk about the speed to respond. It, uh, we're, we're doing a load of case studies on it at the moment. And, and yeah, I, I, like you said there, Andy, we have a kerfuffle critical pack of suppliers that we're just, you know, essentially setting out. And all those ones you've named there, I think all stand a really good shout of being in that in that category. Did Amazing. You, did you, we managed to banish Minsky. He's he, it's, he, it's gone. Simon, one thing, because I've got to shoot in a second. Um, I know that you're putting, you've got something out there, which is a £15,000 worth prize um, to agents, which at the moment um, can make a massive, massive difference. So um, we didn't know you were coming on today. I think it's a great thing. Thank you for asking me to do it. I'm really grateful. Um, tell everybody about it. Yeah, so we said, well, actually, the doors have closed, though, Stephen, so thanks. Oh, but, okay. No, it's really good, though. We've, we've decided to kind of do a famous five, so uh, we wanted to throw – we've got some really good uh, other people in, in Kofofel, uh who are brilliant consultatively on the business itself, on technical issues – and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tell the old uh, knob joke or whatever else there. But we're going to throw the full resource power of Kafuffle 
at uh, five of the lucky five, Willy Wonka style, to see what we can do and what our partners can do. So we're asking and challenging all of our supplier partners to give us uh, either free or as, as cheap as they can do to help solve those issues, the main issues that those five businesses have. We're literally having a call later to go through. We had, we've actually been blown away. We've had a, had a huge number of applications. And we just want to show over the next three months into, into January of next year, hopefully what we can do in terms of solving those issues as as being very honest a very uh, a, a very a transparent uh, way of showing the power of kerfuffle other than you know just using it for an a to z or as a, as a review platform so we think we've got you've got some really interesting companies in there and um we're going to probably open that up again at the start of next year if it's if it's a success if it doesn't work of course please don't ever ask me the question <laughs> Well, um, you, could, you, could, you, couldn't, you couldn't leave it open to half past 12 or half past 10 for anybody watching this this morning. <laughs> if I'd known, guys, if I'd known, I can only control the controllable, Stephen. <laughs> you're, 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 in, you're, in, you're in control. Yeah, uh, I, th I think that's an accusation I can't defend. Uh, well, uh, guys, I'll bid you well. Thank you for the impromptu. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to uh, remembering where the kids are. Uh, great show as ever, and uh, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Good. You know that's the quote that we're going to use now. <laughs> you can use whatever quotes you want about you. You know I'm pretty – the whale is the thickest skin creature on earth. <laughs> thank you. Thank you Have a good day. Okay, what a show, Stephen Brown. Um, great to get the guys on. Was it? Yes, I like. I, I like. I think yes. You know, for for for, for all of the um, tomfoolery and the loud and brashness, I think Simon's um, an incredibly um, well-educated um, man. I love Mints. He's just bring, brings a brings a breath of fresh air. So uh, obviously, with Miss Luke, Luke's out uh, trampolining. I think this week isn't he with um, with little one. Enjoying the last of his three with his two boys. So, so, thank you very much, Simon. Um, it's well worth checking out. Um, Akaboom. Um, none of us get paid for it. Maybe Simon Whale does, but um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was impressed by um, what I heard when Susanna Mavity was speaking about it. I uh, thought it was very good. Morning, Caroline. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, if need any help or want to discuss anything about lockdown or what you can be doing um please feel free to get in touch with andy luke and myself um and we would be happy we'll be happy to help um as andy said um lunchtime learnings are now a podcast so please go and subscribe and give a five star review. That's it. and that also please subscribe to estate agents podcast as well okay and subscribe and give that a review as well Okay. Luke, I need you back on here. We're an afterthought now to the Stephen Brown show. You mentioned it. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, you know, Sharon, nicely put, good luck to all the agents over the rest of the year. We can do this. And I think somebody said collaboration. You know, let's all collaborate and let's all help each other. You know, the collaboration and the support of the industry has been absolutely fantastic. You know, let's carry on and let's do that. Um, Absolutely, I agree with what Simon was saying about the suppliers and how they all came, you know, in, in the main, they all came together. People like yourself, you know, you started doing your free lunchtime learnings and, and that's taken off in now to, to be a massive thing. Um, and, 
you know, as a byproduct, unintentionally, completely unintentionally, it's generating your business. Um, but, you know, that's the law of re uh, reciprocity, isn't it? You know, you give, 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 and good things happen. I think that if we leave the show, we leave on one note today, and that is, you know, that spirit that everybody had in March when it was all very real, very new, everybody was quite worried and scared. Let's just go back to that place where we were all comfortably feeling vulnerable and we were all reaching out to each other, supporting, helpful, you know, your 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 friends, your neighbours, your 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 colleagues, your other, you know, your competitors are not competitors anymore. They're colleagues, probably in a very difficult place. You don't know whether that guy for you know that's sitting behind a desk in Hart or, or William H. Brown or Lawson's or Hudson's for me in my area is struggling to pay their mortgage. You don't know what their mental health is like. You don't know how the situation has impacted on their children or their educational settings. You don't know whether there's illness or anything, you know, any underlying issues. You don't we just don't know. And I think now is not a time um, to be, um, you know, malicious or, or, or over competitive. It's definitely not a time to be inviting people down to your offices to to do some, um, you know, you know, inviting clients in. We just need to be responsible. Um, and, and, and I, I think that and I would say on that, Andy, you're you're um, spot on and agents together are there. Um, so they're, yes. put, they're putting on a series of. So if there's people that have been made redundant, um, people who want some help on recruitment, people who want some help on um, writing CVs. Um, if you go to the Agents Together website, um, and if you put it on for me, if you're behind enough, agentstogether.co.uk, um, there is help there for anybody that's been made redundant, anybody who wants help on writing CVs. There's a huge panel of, of people. I'm sure I'm going to miss people out, in which case I apologise. Um, but Ian Wright, Russell Humphrey, um, Nicola Bruham, um, Andrew Devil-Smith, um, there you go, Neil Geller um, has just asked. Reach out to Sarah, Sarah Edmondson, um, Sam Oafley. You know, there is a lot of help out there that maybe some people aren't aware of. Um, you know, Neil Neil's amazing. So, you know, and again, he's offered to help anyone. So thank you, Nelly. So please, you know, collaborate. We're all here to help. Um, so please, you know, do get in touch. Um, Simon, have a have a go giving attitude. Always a winner. Um, spot on. So thank you all for watching today. Um, whether you're watching now, um, whether you're watching replay. Thank you so much, Caroline, as well. I'm happy to help or just listen. Um, do you know what? Just watching all these comments here. <laughs> I'm getting sad again, um, but I'm getting tearful. It's just, Sean, thank you. It's just um, amazing, all the people on here. You're all amazing. So thank you so much, everybody, for watching, whether you're watching now, whether you're watching on replay. Um, you know, together, we can help each other um, get through this. We can help all our um everybody that's suffering um to get through this as well so again thank you so much um enjoy have a good sunday um have a good week and we're all here to help um it's not it's not about thursday it's whenever so andy thanks very much um luke we missed you simon and mincy thanks very much michelle um hopefully you'll be kind enough to come on um next week um and talk about virtual appraisals and how it's worked for you that'd be fantastic um yep. to help people um sharon thank you as well uh, 
Um, you do make me laugh. Sharon, that's only if you wear your tiara, okay, and crown at the same time, okay? So um, thanks very much for watching, Paul. Um, really grateful. And again, if you found this useful, um, please tag some of your colleagues in. Um, let's again, let's just share it and help other people in the industry. Um, you know, we really, we really appreciate that as well. So Andy, thanks very much. You're Thank welcome. You mate. And just when you go into the office on Monday, please just, just ask, you know, when you're doing the chain checks with another agent, when you're communicating with solicitors, when you're communicating, just have the decency not to jump straight into a phone call about business. Hi there. How are you doing? How are you coping in these difficult times? Just show compassion on that note, Stephen, we'll leave it and we'll see you next week. Take Bye -bye. care, buddy.